but the weakness has to set in because that's just human life. The weakness has to set in. I mean, we revel at people who are 80 and very, very, you know, or even 70 and who are very, very healthy because that's not usual. It doesn't happen to everybody. A lot of people start deteriorating after the age of 60 and then at 70, they, you know, for a lot of people, it could be decrepitude essentially. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, protect us from evil old age. However, what we need to understand is that when there's a person is as a, as a youth and a young adult, you know, they're at their most beautiful. They are fresh. There's a lot of vitality. They've got the strength. They go around. They do what they want. But slowly, slowly, all of that changes. The person becomes uh, much slower. A person becomes much busier. A person becomes more occupied. It becomes a person doesn't have the same vitality anymore. So he becomes an older person eventually. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about this in Surah Al-Rum verse 54. Allahu ladhi khalaqakum min du'afin thumma ja'ala min ba'di du'afin quwa thumma ja'ala min ba'di quwatin du'afan wa shayba yakhluqu ma yasha wa huwa al-alim al-qadir. This can be read as du'afin and du'afin. I've just used the du'afin today. Right? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created you from out of weakness and you started off with weakness as well and that was after weakness you get uh, and after the weakness you get strength so then eventually after your infancy and your childhood you get strong and then you get quwa right you get strength and then after this strength there comes a weakness again and an older age and the graying of the hair etc etc yakhluqu ma yasha allah subhanahu wa ta'ala creates what he wills and he is the most knowing and the able one Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'ina amma ba'd. Qalallahu ta'ala fil Qur'an al-Majid wal Furqan al-Hamid. A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan ar-rajim bismillahir rahmanir rahim. I'lamu annama al-hayatu al-dunya la'ibu wa lahu wa zinatu wa tafakhurun baynakum wa takathurun fil amwali wal awlad Kamathali ghaythin a'jaba al-kuffara nabatuhu thumma yahiju fatarahu musfarran thumma yakunu hutama وفي الآخرة عذاب شديد ومغفرة من الله ورضوان وما الحياة الدنيا إلا متاع الغرور صدق الله العظيم the fourth characteristic Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the fourth characteristic Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions is تفاخر بينكم the dunya is also something that you earn and you achieve and you acquire and you pursue so that you can basically compete with one another. My brother, my friend, my neighbor has achieved this, has acquired this, has got this new car or has done this to his house, has built this, this extension, has uh, got this nice embellishment or chandelier, for example, or a feature wall or this wallpaper or this paint um, or this additional gadget that when you open the door, there's, uh, you know, there's a special light and, and so on and so forth. I mean, there's, there's so much of those kind of things, right? So you do the same thing as well so that you don't get left behind. You're only doing it for that purpose, right? That's a problem, right? Now, there's multiple ways of showing off between one another. One is to be showing off with your family lineage, with the family that you come from. Maybe they've achieved something, so then you, know, you show off about it. You can definitely be thankful for it, but you should not be showing off about it. Uh, another one is the ability that I have or the influence that I have or the position that I have or the money that I have or 
it's even in armies, like countries with their armies and their power and their technology and their advancement. If they show off with that, that's a problem. If they're thanking Allah and assisting others with that, that's completely fine, right? To thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for these things. Now you have to remember, great nations have come and gone. Great people have come and gone. People with great amount of wealth and influence have come and gone. So that's what you have to understand that. Why am I showing off for? Okay, I have something. I have an ability. I have a position. I have money. I have some capability. Great, but there's other people who've had that where they're gone right now. Let me do something by which I can actually be fondly remembered and somebody can pray for me. So if you look at the people of the past who had these things, uh, we might study people like Stalin. We might study people like Hitler. We might study people like Fir'aun and many others, but nobody, nobody respects them today. Right, you know, usually the world does not respect them anymore. They've gone down, they may be remembered, but notoriously. They may be remembered for notoriety, for the wrong reason. We want to be remembered for the right reason. We want to be like the Prophet Umar Abu Bakr and the other great people that came and passed this world and they did something. Right? If it's for that, alhamdulillah, maybe that's good to get du'as from them. That, that could be a good thing. Otherwise, it's all going to go just like they went. That's something Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us. I mean, if this isn't enough for us to really understand the nature of this world, the next time that you feel like you want to get something just because somebody else has it, this should, this should stop it, right? So uh, the, the fifth uh, case, the, the fifth characteristic Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about is takathur. That if it's none of that, then it's just to have more. It's just to have more. It's just to multiply. And this is what the Prophet ﷺ mentioned in a hadith as well, where the Prophet ﷺ said that, you know, you get so greedy, you get so greedy, you want more and more and more and more and more, even if you've got enough and sufficient, you still want more. And if we don't stop and if we don't put a limit to it and we don't realize that, look, I've got enough and more than enough, right? I've got enough and more than enough. Then after that, what's going to happen is the only thing that can actually stop your pursuit will be the soil of the grave. That's the only thing that can fill our stomach and our mouth, right? That's the only thing. Uh, I think I may have mentioned this before, but uh, a masjid uh, that was uh, being developed, they went to ask some, uh, they, they, were, they were doing a fundraising, and there was bus drivers. That Bus drivers are not like the greatest job in the world necessarily. It's a decent job. People hard-earned, you know, 10,000 pounds, they were coming to donate that. The one individual manager for the masjid, he went to an individual who owns multiple houses in London, right? That their income is approximately 700,000 a month. So they can literally buy a 700,000 pound new house every month for their investment. So he went to ask him for it, but he wouldn't give him any money for the masjid. Why? Because that, that's just the calculation is wrong in that case. They're doing it for a different reason. Whereas this person... He's not doing takathur for the sake of takathur. He's not doing takathur at all. He's saving up to spend in the right way. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given that person a heart. May Allah give us that as well. So we do this thing of multiplying, having more children, right? having more money, having more assets. Ibn Abbas anhu says that these people are gathering money uh, and angering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And they're showing off sometimes against those who don't do that who usually are the awliya of Allah, who usually are the friends of Allah, who don't do that. They're showing off against them. They look down upon them. That, that person doesn't have that much. He's just an imam of the masjid. He's just a Quran teacher, right? 
for example. And then what they end up doing is they end up spending this additional wealth in disobedience. So it's become mischief for them. It's become a source of misery for them in the hereafter. فَهُوَ ظُلُمَاتٌ بَعْضُهُمْ فَوْقَ بَعْضٌ These are all darknesses, just some darknesses above the other. And so this is not what you want to follow. So it should be the hereafter. That's why now, in the next part of this verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, so now the second part of this verse, so that was the first part of this verse. So today we're going to cover the second part of this verse. The second part of this verse right, is now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala giving an example, a parable. right? Allah says, كَمَثَرِ غَيْثٍ So it's just like rain. Just like rain. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in another verse says, وَضْرِبْ لَهُمْ مَثَلُ الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا وَضْرِبْ لَهُمْ مَثَلُ الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا كَمَائِن Give them an example of the life of this world. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala often does this in the Quran where he talks about rain because rain comes and mashallah it provides a refresh. It provides a revitalization. It provides a greenery. And mashallah that's where the crops grow from. Usually when there's a drought, people suffer. So that's what's going on here. So here he says, كَمَثَلِ غَيْثٍ أَعْجَبَ الْكُفَّارَ نَبَاتُهُ So it's like that rain whose crops farmers are very excited about. Now, I don't know if you've ever grown anything, if you've ever sown a seed and waited for it to grow. SubhanAllah. When you sow a seed and then slowly, slowly you see the first shoots of it appear, it's amazing. And if that then becomes a full crop, a full-on crop or a full-on tree, then farmers can't be more excited about anything than that. I mean, those of us who are not farmers, maybe we won't understand this properly, but if you put yourself in the, in the shoes of a farmer, they are seasonal people in the sense that what they do is they sow the crops, they till the land, they nourish the land, they work on the land, and all of that, they have to have huge amount of tawakkul. They have to have huge amount of tawakkul. Uh, whether you're Muslim or not, you're going to have to have tawakkul in this regard. I've, I've actually spoken to somebody in Australia who says that many of the farmers, they've got a lot of tawakkul. Why? Because you don't see the fruits of this straight away. You have to wait for weeks or months for that. And even after that, it could be caught up in a disease. It could be caught up in some kind of calamity. So you have to have a huge amount of uh, tawakkul that you sow the seeds and then you let it grow. I mean, another example of this where it's not like that. And when they grow, I mean, subhanAllah, the amazement and the amazement of the people is, is amazing. That's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, أَعْجَبَ الْكُفَّارَ nabatu. Its growth, its final growth gets excited, makes, makes the kuffar excited. Now, the kuffar here doesn't necessarily always have to refer to disbelievers here. Kuffar here uh, refers in, Arab, in Arabic, they actually say kafara. Uh, refers to hiding a seed or planting a seed, right? To conceal the seed inside because kafara is to deny and conceal, right? So kuffara sometimes actually used as zurra, as farmers. So that could be a meaning here as well. Because a kafir yakfarul badr, yakfarul bidr, he actually uh, goes and plants a seed and puts it inside and hides it in the ground and then after that it comes out. So they get very excited when they get a, when they get a growth from that, right? And, and surely so, they should get excited about that. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, 
But the problem is that every growth and every object in this world eventually withers. Right? So if you leave a house and it's a brand new house, you've made a brand new house and then you leave it for a while and you don't let the water run, for example, you don't open the windows, you don't live in there, that house is going to become dilapidated. Right? So there's many examples of this. Hotels uh, during COVID times, they actually had to have, uh, have somebody go in and once every day or every few days run the water because if that water is not running, there's going to be an issue. If it becomes extremely hot, there's going to be various different things that will happen to the house. That's what happens to everything. And then if you look at crops themselves, what happens to crops? You're very excited when those crops grow, those strawberries have grown. Okay, those limes have grown, those apples have grown, those lettuce and that mint is just there, mashallah. And then after that, you leave it for a while, right? And slowly, slowly, it just starts withering. It becomes yellow. It loses its freshness. It loses its vitality. And then after that, it becomes dry and cracked and crumbles and becomes nothing. It's not useful for anything at all. Saying the same thing is going to happen with the world. It's just that with the world, we just keep getting new things, keep getting new things. But eventually, in terms of the hereafter, that is exactly what's going to happen. So that's what Allah says. ثُمَّ يَكُونُ حُطَامًا وَفِي الْآخِرَةِ عَذَابٌ شَدِيدٌ وَمَغْفِرَةٌ مِّنَ اللَّهِ وَرِدْوَانٌ Now this is very important for us to understand the last part of this verse uh, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that subhanallah, there's only two possibilities. An insan in his early life and in his youth and in his middle life, uh, in his early middle life, he's got very strong, high potential, uh, high achiever. Now what happens is that as soon as you go over that 40 mark, and then after that you start getting symptoms, you start getting signs of going over the mark, going over the hill essentially. So then you're supposed to start thinking about this, but sometimes if you're just having such a good time in this world, you don't think about these things, we don't think about these things. But the weakness has to set in because that's just human life. The weakness has to set in. I mean, we revel at people who are 80 and very, very, you know, or even 70 and who are very, very healthy because that's not usual. It doesn't happen to everybody. A lot of people start deteriorating after the age of 60 and then at 70, they, you know, for a lot of people, it could be decrepitude essentially. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, protect us from evil old age. However, what we need to understand is that when there's a person is as a, as a youth and a young adult, you know, they're at their most beautiful. They are fresh. They have a lot of vitality. They've got the strength. They go around. They do what they want. But slowly, slowly, all of that changes. The person becomes uh, much slower. A person becomes much busier. A person becomes more occupied. It becomes a person doesn't have the same vitality anymore. So he becomes an older person eventually. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about this in Surah Al-Rum, verse 54. Allahu ladhi khalaqakum min du'afin, thumma ja'ala min ba'di du'afin quwa, thumma ja'ala min ba'di quwatin du'afan wa shayba, yakhluqu ma yasha, wa huwa al-alimu al-qadir. This can be read as du'afin and du'afin. I've just used the du'afin today. Right? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created you from out of weakness, and you started off with weakness as well. And that was after weakness, you get, uh, and after the weakness, you get strength. So then eventually after your infancy and your childhood, you get strong and then you get quwa, right? You get strength. And then after this strength, there comes a weakness again and an older age and the graying of the hair, etc., etc. Yakhluku ma'isha, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala creates what He wills and He is the most knowing and the able one. So, 
All of this tells us essentially that this is the same as the world eventually will come to an end as well and everything in this world just happens faster. So while the whole world will come to an end eventually after thousands of years, right? Everything in the world has its own lifespan, everything. So your fruits and your veg and your buildings have a lifespan. Look around your country. What is the oldest building in your country? It won't be more than a few hundred years old, maximum several hundred years, but nothing is there forever. Right? There's nothing from Adam except mountains. But even then, they may have changed right? through various earthquakes and things like that. So everything has its own lifespan and that's what we need to do. We need to understand our lifespan. Now, if that's the case and everything has its lifespan and everything eventually is going to end because the dunya as a whole is eventually going to end, that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala finally leaves us with two choices at the end of this verse. وَفِي akhirati عَذَابٌ shadid. There's only two choices, Allah says in the hereafter. There is no third option. Right? In the world, it could be a bit of dabble here and a bit of dabbling in there. But in the hereafter, there's just two choices, which is in the hereafter is either a severe punishment and, well, it's, he doesn't say either. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the hereafter is a severe punishment and a forgiveness from Allah and his satisfaction which essentially is saying, go for this or go for that. You can't get both. Right? And then Allah leaves us at the end with, وَمَا الْحَيَاةُ الدُّنْيَا إِلَّا مَتَاعُ الْغُرُورِ Remember, the, the, this world is literally just a merchandise, just chattel right, of deception. It looks good, it's great, it feels good, it's good experience, it tastes good, it's uh, wonderful. But at the end of the day, it's all going to end. So enjoy it for its own purpose. Uh, enjoy it for the right purpose because we need to be in this world. Enjoy it for that reason, not to show off, not to multiply, not to play, uh, not to go and be distracted. Uh, again, having a, having a bit of a downtime, having a time to enjoy yourself every now and then, there's nothing wrong with that. However, the problem is, is when we make this. And this is the world we're living in today. The world we're living in today is that it's based on adult-based entertainment. They've just changed the names in many cases. But there are, just as we've got Hamleys and these stores for children, we actually have uh, multiple places now, online and otherwise, for adult entertainment. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. Some of this adult entertainment seems to be halal at the basis of it, while the other is obviously completely haram. Now, um, uh, let us understand this. Let us understand this. That, and again, I would just leave you with a simple advice. If you ever need to get something, and we need to get things, get something that is functional, get something that is useful, get something that is beneficial. Don't get it purely because somebody else has it. Don't get it if, and you don't need it. Don't get it because you want to show off with it. Don't get it because you want to be distracted by it. Don't get it because you want to play with it. Only get something because it's functional and then inshallah you will, you will derive the benefit from this and will we'll remain, we'll remain safe in this world and the dunya will give us its greatest potential which is a benefit for the hereafter. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifoon wa salamun ala al-mursaleen walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen May Allah bless us. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. The point of a lecture is to encourage people to act, to get further, an inspiration, an encouragement, persuasion. The next step is to actually start learning seriously, to read books, to take on a subject of Islam and to understand all the subjects of Islam, at least at their basic level, 
so that we can become more aware of what our deen wants from us. Uh, and that's why we started uh, Rayyan courses, so that uh, you can actually take organized lectures uh, on demand whenever you have free time, especially, for example, the Islamic Essentials uh, course that we have on there, the Islamic Essentials Certificate, which you take 20 short modules. And at the end of that, inshallah, you will have gotten the, the basics of uh, most of the most important topics in Islam and you'll feel a lot more confident. You don't have to leave lectures behind, you can continue to, leave, uh, you know, to listen to lectures, but you need to have this more sustained study as well. Jazakallah khair and assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.